0: Welcome to the Mobile DJ Business Podcast with Rob Peters. That's right, Rob Peters is back doing a podcast, but this time it's about bringing in guests and sharing experiences and information to help you create a better DJ business for you, your clients, and your community. Now, here's a guy who likes to wear his sunglasses at night, Rob Peters. Hey everybody, thanks for the download and thanks for listening to this little slice of what I like to call DJ education. Glad you decided to give us a listen today. I hope you'll tell a friend about us. This is free education everybody and I hope you're taking advantage of it. Speaking of education, you may have seen the video of Keith Allen and myself and yes, It is confirmed that we are coming back to Mobile Beat Las Vegas next year, the 16th through the 19th of March at the Tropicana Hotel. We're pretty excited. We've got some stuff planned that will be revealed at a later time. As much as I would love to give you all kind of a sneak peek as to what we have planned, I kind of have to follow the lead of Mobile Beat at the moment. So I hope you'll stay tuned, I guess is probably the best way to put it. Stay tuned for more information about that. And I hope you'll consider coming on out. We may even do a podcast or two live out there. I think that'd be pretty cool. And speaking of the podcast, you may have known that we were running a contest last month and we gave away some prizes. And I want to take a moment and just congratulate Kevin Porter for winning Mike Weeder's book, Be the Difference Maker. Michael Gines and Jerry Saracusa for winning the IDJ Now t-shirts and Mikey Brulette, who won the Floyd Rose headphones. And I want to thank everybody for their likes and their comments and your feedback on the Facebook page definitely helps me with making decisions about who our guests are going to be. And we've got more great guests coming up. Mitch Taylor will be on the show next week. We're going to talk about sales, but coming up next, the one, the only Back for his second time, Jared Bozada, talking about the economy. Stay tuned, everybody. Experience what 3D audio sounds like with Floyd Rose headphones. I absolutely love my pair, and I know you'll love a pair, too. The comfortable, over-the-ear design combined with sound that travels around your head brings you sound like no other. And when you're trying to be in the mix, it's important that you can hear not only what you're mixing out of, but what you're mixing into. And Floyd Rose headphones do just that, featuring a new technology that enhances the human ear and gives the listener 3D sound that has a broader range with perfect highs, mids, and lows. Get your pair today. Order them online at floydroseaudio.com. That's floydroseaudio.com. Hey friends, IDJ Now is one of the places I go to for my gear, for their friendly service, their competitive pricing, and an awesome staff. Whether I'm dealing with them on the phone or online, they know what customer service is all about. IDJ Now carries everything you need for gear, including speakers, controllers, lights, uplighting, cases, accessories, and so much more. Check out their website, idjnow.com. They now have a really cool financing program through Affirm, and you can find out about all of that, and check out the pricing in the gear at idjnow.com. Hey, everybody, as you know, RPE, we do a lot of bar nights. And, you know, I use Speed Quizzing Smartphone Trivia for my bar trivia nights because it is the future of bar trivia that features a friendly app that your customers are going to download. You play the hosted game and they get to submit their answers electronically. Not only have I used it, Not only have I used it for my bar nights, but I've found ways to incorporate it into other events I do, including corporate events and holiday parties. Speed quizzing events are great because there are no pens, no paper, and no cheating. Find out more about speed quizzing today at speedquizzing.com. Do you remember going back to school in the fall and the teacher asking you what you did over the summer? Well, I'm proud to say that I created more weekday revenue with the Bubble Parties Business Program. In fact, I was out at least four days a week doing some fun shows for kids ages three to seven. Plus, I even booked a wedding for one of the teachers. The Bubble Parties Business Program makes it easy to get started and making money doing these kinds of shows in your market. Get our free special report at bubbleparties.com. Welcome back, everybody. Being joined today by the Money Answer Man for DJ Times, Jerry Pizzotto. What's up, Jerry?
1: Hey, Rob. How are you doing?
0: We're having coffee together today, you guys. It's pretty cool. Where'd you get your coffee from? I gotta ask. Uh, Actually,
1: Cumberland Farms.
0: Cumbies. If you're not from New England, you don't know what Cumbies is. Cumbies started out as this little like convenience store place that you could get everything at and they've expanded into this whole empire now where they do gas. If you're in New Jersey, it equates to a Wawa. And they yep. have ninety nine cent coffee, which is pretty cool. I got mine from I think you got a couple up there, Honeydew. Yep. I got mine at yeah, Honeydew on my way back from an appointment this morning. So we're having coffee. We're going to talk about the economy today because Jerry knows a lot about how the economy is going to affect our industry. In fact, he wrote an article a couple of months ago in DJ Times and presented on this very topic at the DJ Expo. That that our word, Jerry, is out there, recession. Let's talk about it.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. I, and, and, again, this goes back to where – the article that was was done back in june in dj times what i talked about the dj expo is we've been on an Unbelievable streak in a very strong bull market. We've seen growth across all industries. You know, we're, we're at the historically uh, unemployment rates, the lowest they could possibly be. But at some point, the economy's got to turn. At some point, you've got to have a cyclical change. At some point, the sleeping bear's got to wake up and the bull's got to take a break. And so we've been hearing this since 2017. You know, the economy's going to turn. We're going to go into a recession. And so it It just has become part of our language right now. And I think people, business owners, small, medium, large, Fortune 100s, everybody knows it's coming to what degree and severity it's going to come. Uh, nobody can predict that how long we're gonna be in for it nobody can predict that Um, I don't hear anybody saying oh we're gonna have like the Great Recession of 2008 we're not hearing that. we're we're gonna see some changes we're going to see some things happen we see the warning signs already we see some of that but with the tools and the analytic tools that we have out there I think the Fed the market makers are anticipating this so they're trying to do things to reduce the severity of a recession it has a real bad impact on us. So what I want to focus in on today is kind of recapping a little bit about what I talked about in the article and at the DJ Expo, questions that came up, and then kind of expand a little bit further and kind of give an update as to where the market is, in my opinion, and what I see as some warning signs out there. Before
0: we get into that, Jerry, just a couple of things that I think our listeners need to know. First of all, you've got a background in finance. Can you share a little bit about that?
1: Yeah, I've been a, a, a banker since I, I learned to walk. Um, I come from a third generation of bankers. I went to college for specifically for banking and finance. Um, and when I graduated college, I started my career at Peoples in Connecticut and have been a commercial lender for over 20 plus years. Um, I headed small business lending for a region, uh, for a big super regional bank. Um, so I've really had hands-on experience in working with business owners in a number of economic cycles. Um, and as we've evolved, I've really had to be sort of more as a, a, a valued resource to my clients. So understanding the markets, understanding what's happening uh, in business cycles is really key to me being a strong commercial lender for
0: my clients. So a lot of that plays in to my career and at the same time you're banker by day dj by night yep you know you gotta you gotta release the
1: tension somewhere you gotta forget about (laughs) what's happening in the world and if you can immerse yourself in some music and just have fun and watch people smiling and having a great time it just takes all the stress off of everything else in everyday life
0: and jerry's from uh, where i used to live i used to live up in maine so you're in agonquit maine agonquit maine and yeah. uh, Jerry and I have become good friends through some mutual friends over the years. So I trust what this guy has to say only because of the fact that he knows his stuff. One other question that's on my mind, Jerry, Yeah, what are these indicators that you talk about? Obviously, we know about the employment. Is there anything mm-hmm. else that you can share that maybe us common folk, us non-banker people, can mm-hmm. kind of go, yeah, that makes sense?
1: Yeah, you know, I we can tr- I can throw out a whole bunch of economic macro and micro terms, but I think here's the simple things that we can kind of listen to. So when you kind of sort through Bloomberg and all of those other great sources that are out there, and all the prognosticators that are looking at all metrics and numbers and, and ratios and trends, a couple of key things to look at. Number one the yield curve and what we talk about is is where is short term interest rates where are long term interest rates it has historically been when short-term interest rates are higher than are higher than long-term interest rates. It's called an inverted yield curve. And that's a sign that people are worried. They, they don't know what's going to happen in the economy. So they're only putting their money in short-term investments and people don't want to stretch out five years. So that's just generally investors, people, where do they want to put their money outside the start market? Hey, I don't want to tie up my money for five years because I don't know what's going to happen. So that's number one. Number two, manufacturing. You know, are are companies producing widgets out there? Have they begun to slow down? So that becomes another indicator, you know, trucking, transportation, you know, where are we kind of going in, in that factor there? The third thing is we start hearing about layoffs. You know, today, the unemployment numbers were not what the markets expected. So we're starting to see a slowdown in that. So I think if we start hearing company layoffs and you hear this company is laying off, that company is laying off, they've reduced manufacturing, you know, that becomes sort of a, another key wake up factor in terms of warning signs that we might potentially be heading into a recession and then really your own gut reaction are you holding off on purchases are people holding off on large appliance purchases car industry are people you know making large car purchases home markets, are we seeing a slowdown in the resale of used homes, the construction index, what's happening in the construction market? So as we start to see those numbers decline and we start hearing things like, well, there was a uh, 2% or a 3% reduction in in new building permits issued or new home applications or new mortgage applications outside of refinancing, those are the simple things that you kind of sit back and go, you know, people are a little bit worried about the economy people are pulling back the strength in our economy right now is really consumer spending and i think that's the crutch behind it and to me that's going to be the biggest trigger we're a consumer spending so for us in the dj industry and especially the mobile industry, if we start seeing couples begin to pull back on what they want to spend on their wedding, are they looking for things like, you know what, instead of a Saturday night wedding, I'm perfectly fine with a Friday or a Sunday wedding. I know in, in some markets, Thursdays have become popular. In Maine, we've been seeing Monday, Monday night weddings popping up. So if people are taking more advantage of those discounts, and it's not because dates are not available, for us in our industry, that's the number one sign that the consumers, who is really our primary customer, are beginning to become concerned that we're heading into a recessionary market.
0: For us to be able as an industry to prepare, for mm-hmm. what, what tips do you recommend for us to begin to look at in preparation for what may, and let's be honest, I know all the indicators are pointing at may, and there's probably mm-hmm. a slim chance that it might not happen, but things that we could do that aren't going to hurt us if, you know, let's say things go the other way in that slim chance. What do you recommend?
1: Well, and I'm going to go back to the article and the biggest to- topic of conversation at my seminar was the marketing piece of it. You know, now is the time to really kind of get yourself out there and market yourself. Um, so I think that's number one. Number two, start, sta- start putting some cash aside. You know, don't be running out there and spending capital on new equipment if you really don't need to you know can can you take a hard look at it and say you know stare at all your equipment that's sitting either in the garage or in the trailer or you know wherever it is your office and go can I get through next year with the equipment that I have and I did it myself Um, you know are my speakers reliable enough do I really need to get the next grade speaker up or what I bought two years ago can last me another two years so I'm gonna kind of put that aside so I think those are the two two really key factors there you know just kind of step back a little bit look at what your pricing what your budget is, you know, where, where are you right now? And, you know, could you afford to maybe cut back 2% or 3% on what you're charging? If you had to, you know, do you want to differentiate between a You know, Saturday night wedding and a Sunday wedding. You know, these are things that you just need to go through at your desk and kind of play with the numbers. You know, here's one thing that concerned me when I, and over the number of years that I was speaking is I always ask the question at any seminar I do at the DJ Expo is how many of you prepare a budget? How many of you prepare a forecast for your business? How many of you look at your expenses? And the limited number of hands that go up in the room really concerned me. It's because if you want to prepare for this, you need to know what it's costing you to run your business. You need to know what you're spending. If you were just content always renewing your insurance policy, maybe you go out and you bid out your insurance policy and, and see if you can save a hundred bucks or or 150 bucks here. Look at your vehicle, look at your spending. You know, do you need to rush out and buy that brand new van or can you get by for another two years? As much as maybe having a local mechanic or wherever you go, inspect it and just say, hey, yeah, you know what, you can get another 30,000 or 40,000 miles out of this vehicle. Why don't you wait a little bit? So those are just kind of the mental things that you can go through as a business owner to kind of prepare for that, for that downturn and, and just get yourself ready for it is, is know where your finances are, know where, you're, where you kind of stand and not have to stand scramble because all of a sudden you're, you're having to be a little bit more competitive on your price. What you don't want to do is panic and start cutting all your prices just because you want to fill your calendar. That's the, the negative side to that becomes the panic mode that becomes after the fact when we're in a recession or we're in a down economy. Now, all of a sudden, you're, you're trying to backpedal and the first reaction is, well, I'm going to, just going to slash all my prices so I can get money in the door. You want to be ahead of that. You don't want to be doing that after the fact.
0: I think. So, Jerry, in the show notes, what we're going to do is we're going to put in a link to your article because that had a lot of great information. And I'm also going to put in a couple of things from our SEO expert who's on the program a lot, Darcy Sullivan. She's got some excellent stuff about how you can market. There's free stuff out there like Google My Business and certain listings that you should be maximizing. A lot of guys go in and they put in their listing, but they don't maintain it. It's astounding to me that when I ask for people to, Tell me if they have a business plan or a marketing plan or a strategic plan. How many hands don't go up in the air and how this whole time of year with the whole back to school thing, I talked about it last week in our commentary. It's a great time to really take a good hard look at your business about where you are and where you're going. And it's a great time to write your stuff for the future. And, you know,
1: and that ties into anybody who is in a, in a calendar year cycle, you know, At the bank right now, we're looking at goals for next year. We're looking. The accounting department is going through the budgets for next year. This has always been the time of year where we look at capital expenditures. Well, you should be doing it, too. Um, You know, we're getting into... September, October, I know for for myself and for others that I network with, September and October is a huge selling opportunity for us to secure weddings for the following year. Well, this is a good time to really say, what am I doing? Where am I ramping up? And it also will be a gauge as to where you're going to be next year. So if you booked 30 weddings in September and October for the, the next year, and this year you 're only at fifteen bookings you know that 's kind of a little bit of a wake up call to okay, let me take a look at my let me take a look at my business, let me take a look at what i 'm doing. Let me take a look at the marketing, let me look at where my budget 's going to be. what do I need to do so that you have a game plan in place, and you 're not sitting at your desk going. I got bills that are due and you know what? We don't have enough weddings booked and, and, and okay, we'll find the next call that comes in slash the price by $500 just so we can get some money. in. that becomes the early warning signs of somebody that may not make it
0: through a downturn in the economy. You talked in your seminar, and this was definitely a topic of interest to everybody about increase your marketing. You talked about saving cash but you also talked about credit. Mm-hmm. Let's talk a little and, bit about that. Yeah, and let's,
1: you know, when we talk about credit, what I wanna focus in on is, cause there was a lot of questions afterwards where people were, you know, do I need to be applying for credit now? No, you never apply for credit just because, you you want to apply for credit but i think what i want to focus in on and, and as a follow up to that is is you need to make sure your finances are in order because if you have to apply for credit your tax returns need to be done you need to be able to show where you are as of today in terms of your finances what does your balance sheet look like what's the worth of your equipment what do you look like personally how much you know can you put money into this business if You needed to, you know, we all put money into the business to start it. And then a lot of people think, well, you know, I, I bought 20,000 worth of equipment. You know, why do I need to put any more money into my business? Well, no, you always need to put money in your business. Look at, you know, what do I need to spend? You know, if I, if I have to buy a car and I want to delay it as as soon as, as as long as possible. Okay, well, where are you prepared to get that credit? You know, is is your own personal credit report in shape or do you need to work through it now? So I I think that's really where it, it, it turns out to be. If you are thinking about that purchase, you know, do you do it now while rates are low, while there's, we don't go into where capital becomes tight and credit standard, credit standards themselves tighten up. But You know, kind of evaluate that piece of it. You don't want to have unnecessary credit. You want to have credit that you need to use, but use responsibly.
0: That makes sense. Now, when you talk about credit, you're talking about credit from a bank and not those offers you get from like PayPal or Square where you can get a loan for a certain amount that you pay back out of your receipts that go to those products, is that right? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm not an
1: advocate for, for what, what, what we call hard money lenders. Um, what I mean by that term of hard money lenders is, is you're going to pay very high interest rates in order to get it, and that's, you know, they have a product that's out there for, for people that just really are struggling and, you know, need to, to, you know, access credit. You know, but if you can avoid that and you have the ability, start doing it now. You know, if your finances are not in order and you don't have a good handle on your business, you you may that may be your only option to keeping your business thriving. And and those have helped a lot of businesses thrive. They've helped businesses get through difficult times. But if you have the opportunity to pre-plan and and get yourself in order, you're going to save yourself on the interest rate. Ultimately, if you have to borrow, you have to borrow. But if you have, you know, your tax returns done and you know what your business is making and you have an income statement and a balance sheet, and you can say, by the way, here's what I predict I'm going to make an income over the next year. Here's what we call a pro forma or, you know, projections for the next year. You have what what you're going to save yourself is you're going to save yourself the interest rate of paying 14% as
0: compared to maybe 8%. So very useful stuff, Jerry. I think the one thing that you emphasize is it's not a time to go into a panic.
1: Yeah, that uh, it be very, very clear is you don't want to go into panic mode. This is, you You know, we're not running around like chicken little, the sky's falling and, and nobody out there is in the the economic world is predicting the sky is falling. I think there's just a lot of things that are going on in our economy right now. You know, we all know we with the trade war, there's just a lot of uncertainty that is leading to the 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 idea that we could potentially see a downturn in the in the market. But don't go into panic mode, but kind of just sit back and say, hey, am I running it? And I think the other piece of it, Rob, is is we're all business owners. And as business owners, this is our livelihood. This is where we put food on the table, keep the heat on in the house, pay the mortgage, put a roof over our heads. So it really becomes that, you know, there's this ongoing debate. Are you a DJ first and a business owner second, or are you a business owner first and a DJ second? I'm going to step right in the middle and go, they go hand in hand. They're both equally important. Mm-hmm. Not one is more important than the other. And it was funny as I, I heard that through the whole uh, DJ expo. And I just looked at a group of people and I said, you're one and the same. You're, you, you need to be a great DJ so you can You know, earn a living and and get work, but at the same token, you, you need to be a great business owner so that you can react to what's happening out in the consumer market. So the two of them go hand in hand. One is not more important than the others. One shouldn't be number one and one shouldn't be number two. They should be both number one and they should work collectively together to help you be a successful business owner.
0: Awesome stuff, Jerry. Thank you for being on the show today. If anybody has any questions, is there a way they can reach you? Yep. Uh, best way is just uh, drop me a note at
1: Jerry at com. You can also connect with me on LinkedIn. I do publish, you know, uh, articles and blogs out on LinkedIn. Any DJ, I'm going to share this with all of you. I think as a DJ, you know, we all talk about Facebook and Instagram and all that, but being out there on LinkedIn is a valuable resource for you. And you know, there's a lot of people. I can share information, the daily news feed about people sharing things about the economy and trends is, is to me, much more valuable to me. Um, and I would highly suggest if you're not on LinkedIn, get on LinkedIn, and I'd be more than happy to connect with you through that.
0: Jerry Bazzotta, the Money Answer Man from DJ Times. Jerry, thanks for being on the show. We'll have you back, and we'll be talking about money and how to make important financial decisions with your business in the future. I appreciate your time today, man. You're welcome. All right, everybody. We'll see you next time on the Mobile DJ Business Podcast. You've been listening to the Mobile DJ Business Podcast. Give us your ideas for future guests, questions, or topics, or just stay informed about upcoming episodes on our Facebook page or visit www.mobiledjpodcast.biz. The Mobile DJ Business Podcast is a production of Ron Peters Entertainment, all rights reserved.